0: Good Vibes Only is here to take you on a journey to discover the weird and wacky world of wellness. It's brought to you by the globally renowned skin and wellness expert, Marie Reynolds, who holds over 36 years of experience within the skin and well-being industry. Each week, Marie shares her own holistic lifestyle hacks and chats to other leading wellness experts to find out their Good vibe story, discussing how they deal with day-to-day stress, anxiety, sleep, and skin issues. Listen in as Maria explores why, when it comes to our health and wellness, we need to look beyond the linear, question the norm, and think outside the box.
1: My guest today is Dr. Ocker, and he is from a fabulous company called Neogenesis, I am going to allow Dr. Oka to introduce himself and introduce what he does, and then we can go into great detail. So, Dr. Oka, thank you for joining us today. You're joining us from South Africa, so I appreciate you taking the time out to chat with us today. If you want to just introduce to the listeners uh, what you do and who you are.
2: Yeah, sure. Thanks very much. So I'm a qualified homeopath and naturopath. And I've been working with lifeblood analysis for over 20 years now. Also, involved with training practitioners, I've been working with supplying practitioners with equipment for lifeblood analysis and providing training to practitioners. Also, approximately just under 20 years. I've trained about over 500 practitioners so far to date across the world. We go through all the details on, on how to properly analyze live blood and dry blood samples. We have three of those courses running here. So we, we have about 150 people on average completing you know our training per year.
1: I did your course and I actually, I use the live blood analysis occasionally but especially with the total body detoxes that I do and I have to say even I get excited before and after especially when we use ozone um ozone insufflation it's absolutely phenomenal so let's just do a little deep dive into what live blood analysis because we do two types don't we we do live blood analysis and dry blood analysis and I know that a lot of people get confused whenever we talk about live blood analysis they immediately think it's to do with taking blood and doing results so if you explain what the difference is between the two and what they actually involve that'd be great absolutely
2: yeah so yeah live blood analysis we we do use blood to to actually conduct the analysis but it's just a tiny drop of blood taken from a capillary sample so from a little finger prick where the blood is collected placed on a slide and Quite amazing. It's a very small amount of blood that's taken. and Nothing is really done to the blood at all. It's simply placed on the slide and we view it live under the microscope at very high magnification with quite specialized optics. We use something called dark field as well, where we're able to see things that are not usually obvious with the normal bright field samples. We're able to see things that uh, typically would show up more with staining of a blood sample, but with staining, you know, obviously the cells are are killed during the process. So with with dark field, we're able to see a, a great variety of things while still, you know, preserving the sample and and actually keeping it alive. A lot of information that you can get from looking at the blood under the microscope while it's still alive, you know, in the state that it is you when know, it's circulating it, around in the body quite different from a conventional blood test in many aspects conventional blood tests as you probably know they draw blood with syringe and that's typically sent off to a lab and only sort of processed uh, hours later very little microscopy is usually done you know most of the tests that we that we have done these days you know through conventional investigations where they use blood are actually done through automated machines and not really through microscopy, but in the cases where they do do microscopy, it's very low magnification. Yeah. And obviously, as I said, it's it's stained samples. So the blood cells are stained and that process itself kills the blood cells and creates many abnormalities in the sample. Mm-hmm. So conventional tests, generally speaking, and, and especially conventional blood investigations are really geared towards making a diagnosis. Uh, You know, you want to see what the actual medical condition is that the person's struggling with, whereas with live blood analysis, we're far more interested in in why the condition actually developed in the first place. Mm. Um, Not always as important, you know, what the actual medical diagnosis is, but more important for us, you know, in treating it in a natural approach is to actually understand what those Subtle imbalances are that actually allowed for these conditions to develop in the first place.
1: Yeah, you can actually see the biological terrain of everything that's going on, and it is literally mind blowing. What we do see is sort of like a biological terrain of white blood cells and red blood cells. And without getting too technical, what other things do we see in there that we could see if somebody is just suffering from, let's just say, dysbiosis or any inflammation? What are the type of things that we would?
2: see. Yeah, absolutely. So it gives you a very good and clear glimpse into what's going on at the cellular level in someone's system. And we can see a variety of things. So generally, the same parameters that you would need to work with when dealing with something in a natural health type of treatment approach Those sort of parameters that you would need to look at are the same things that we actually can see Mm. um, in a live blood sample. So we can see indications for things like toxicity, Deficiencies in specific nutrients, stress on specific organ systems, things like whether the digestion is working properly, the, the absorption is an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's any issues, as you said, dysbiosis, we can see very clear patterns indicating things like candida and other imbalances in the, you know, in the terrain. So it's a very useful tool for the practitioner. If you are working in the field of natural health and nutrition, mm-hmm. um, it's a very useful tool for the practitioner to actually know. Exactly what is going on in the client's case, and what are the main issues that you need to work with to to achieve great results? And also, on the other hand, you know, very good for the client as well because they see visual proof of what's going on. It's yeah. not just some numbers on a form or some type of computer program that's that's giving them a, a result. It's actually what is visible in in their blood, and they yeah. can physically see it on the screen there, and it's very clear what those issues are related to. Uh, so it really makes a lot more real for people, you know, when they see that their blood cells are are sticking together and that dig- digestion is struggling, and they can see that those issues are as a result of, you know, often self-inflicted things. They're just choices that you that you're making and you're not aware of of the consequences. Live blood analysis actually shows you exactly what the effects of those things are. Yeah,
1: I I think also it's really important to. Reiterate that this is not a diagnostic tool. We, we, you know, when you're looking at the live blood analysis or even the dry blood analysis, so many people ask reports, what did you find or what can you see? Mm -hmm. This is not a diagnostic tool. It is a tool to actually show, I suppose, markers of their diet and their lifestyle, isn't it?
2: Absolutely. A, A large percentage of what we see in the blood unfortunately is self-inflicted it's simply just choices that people make dietary and lifestyle choices and things that can be quite easily fixed as well actually so you know it it helps to show people what sort of changes they should be making in their diets and lifestyle and when they make those changes we can actually show them how it's improved we can Mm. show them that things are, are clearly much better and that also helps to to Educate people and they actually understand how those foods affect them.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of people are very confused because you can actually see red blood cells that are packed on top of one another. If you just explain some of the things that we might see and what they are, you know, like Rouleau and Fibrin and Mm. explain what they could possibly be led from or the diet and lifestyle influences that may cause these things that we see in the live blood analysis.
2: Mm, For sure. There are large number of things that we typically see, but also some of the more common things that we encounter because of the common issues that people have generally in their diets and lifestyle. Mm. So Rouleau is a very common one, overlapping of the blood cells where they actually stick together. In a normal ideal situation, the blood cells should all be nice and round and regular in shape, all approximately the same size. And also very importantly, they shouldn't be sticking together and they should simply lie next to each other Mm. Uh, when they're still moving on the slide we actually see them sliding past each other they're not actually sticking to each other at all but with rouleau we get an increase in stickiness of the red cells and then as a result of that they stick together into these these long chains Uh, so that's actually something that's linked to diet and lifestyle and specifically the diet so we look at various things in the diet and where changes need to be made to improve on that and as things improve we can also then see how things are changing in, in the blood and how the anomalies improve in the blood as a result of that. But the rouleau is a very common issue And as a result of the stickiness, then it also affects things like oxygenation. You know, the body's not able to absorb the oxygen at Mm. the cellular level because the cells are stuck together. Um, There are also various other anomalies in the red cells related to to damage to the cells. So we can see, which is often quite shocking for people, is the cells should be normal, round, healthy little bubbles. When there's damage to the cell membrane, we see very irregular shapes. uh, Cells that resemble bottle caps, very irregular corrugated type of edges, uh, really unusual looking cells. You can see, even see fragments of red blood cells in some cases. Uh, white blood cells, very useful to look at in live blood because they are actually alive. So we can actually see whether the cells are viable,
1: yeah.
2: which is something that you're only really able to do with, with live blood analysis because with conventional blood tests, the samples are stained. So, you know, they're simply looking at the indices. They're simply looking at the numbers of white cells and whether the numbers are, you know, within yeah, the normal the range. of them. Absolutely. So, in many cases, we have people with a weak immune system where we know that the immune system is struggling. But with conventional blood tests, they are told that the immune system is fine and the levels are normal. Yeah. Uh, but when we actually look at their blood under the microscope, we can see that the cells are not active at all. Um, where they normally would have granules within that are moving around actively, and the cells themselves move around on the slide as they as they're patrolling through the area looking for anything that shouldn't be there. Yeah. We we don't. See that at all in those cases. So you know, because it's quite exciting
1: when you see some sort of like microorganisms within the blood, and then you see these white blood cells moving and swallowing them up. But we can also see something like ghost cells, which is also an indication of iron deficiency. Is that right?
2: Absolutely. Iron deficiency, vitamin B12 deficiency. There's various deficiencies that that we can pick up.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: what's also very useful with live blood analysis is you know, people often worry about their supplements and whether they're getting enough nutrition and they may be on multivitamins and you know various other supplements but if there's a a problem with the actual absorption they're not really getting any benefit from those supplements so that's also where lifeblood analysis is is very helpful we can actually see you know what people should actually be taking to achieve results instead of you know perhaps taking something that might have worked for someone else Uh, we're actually able to pinpoint exactly where you need to be focused.
1: Yeah, but especially in female health with women going through the menopause or if they've got heavy menses, what are the type of things that we might see within the live blood analysis then?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, with hormonal imbalances, there are various sort of indicators and patterns that we see showing that there are hormonal issues. It's not for us to say what the levels of the specific hormones are, so we won't be able to say what your estrogen versus progesterone levels are like. Uh, but we can see very clear indications for hormonal imbalance, and often. It will also show where specific problems might be originating from. So often there'd be some diagnosed endocrine condition. But when we look at the results from live blood analysis, we actually look at the samples from those clients, we can see that there are actually issues with the adrenals and a major stress on the adrenal system. And as a result of that, you know, there's, there's sort of downstream effects on the rest of the endocrine system. So, you know, again, it's a tool that actually helps to detect exactly what one needs to be focusing on that helps you get to the root cause of the problem. So, you know, it's great in being able to show people what they should and shouldn't be doing with their diet and what they should be doing to optimize their health and to sort of prevent disease. But people that are struggling with some diagnosed condition, it's also extremely helpful because we're able to see Uh, What's often referred to in natural health as obstacles to cure, it's factors in a client's diet and lifestyle and other factors that you may not be aware of as a practitioner. And through not addressing them in your treatment protocols, you're simply not getting results. So with live blood analysis, we're actually able to detect those issues and create the environment in the body then that allows the body to heal itself.
1: Yeah, and I think as you've said as well and as I've experienced is when people actually see their own red and white blood cells and all of the biological terrain it's really exciting as i said i do something called a total body detox and that involves a colonic hydrotherapy ozone insufflation and a probiotic implant and the difference between their samples before and after is like night and day it's very exciting we also do something called Dry blood analysis. So if you explain what the difference is between live blood analysis and dry blood analysis and what we can see the differences between those two modalities, that would be great.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. So live blood analysis, as the the name suggests, we look at an actual live sample where the blood cells are still alive and behaving like they would in the body. The dry blood sample is prepared from the same finger prick, but from a, a different drop of blood, a larger drop of blood, which is then placed in consecutive layers on a slide and allowed to dry. So with that sample, we actually look at the pattern of clotting, how the blood dried and clotted on the slide. And that also gives us information about underlying imbalances in the system. There is a a picture of how it should look, a healthy picture, and then various patterns that we can see that are related to various imbalances in the system. So various things can be seen in the dry blood sample, ranging from things like deficiencies, parasites, heavy metal toxicity, also very useful with dry blood analysis. It's also often referred to as the oxidative stress test. Mm
1: -hmm. So
2: by looking at the, simply the amount of displacement of the blood by white areas that form when the blood actually dries by looking at that ratio, we actually work out what the overall oxidative stress level is of the client And this then also gives us information about the risk of potential degenerative disease and helps us to work out whether a client will respond quickly to our protocols or whether they're more likely to take longer to improve.
1: Mm. So it's a really fantastic tool, especially for therapists to support their treatment process for their health and well-being. It's not a diagnostic tool for any illness. That is where people go to their doctors. Mm. This is to support balance and to bring homeostasis to the body and also a tool for the therapist, for the wellness therapist to provide good well-being treatment. So What you often do is after the live blood analysis is then give them a treatment program of what supplements or treatments that they should have.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely. So as you said, it's not a diagnostic tool. We use it to actually work out what caused the diagnosis in many cases. And the treatments are based on addressing those imbalances within the realm of natural health and naturopathy. So usually... There would be some herbal and naturopathic type of treatment along with specific changes in the diet and lifestyle and then we'll test again after that usually after a month to see how things have changed and You know, often the improvements are quite dramatic and there's some some really amazing improvements that we see through making very simple changes, simple conservative changes. And that's, of course, very motivating for clients when they see that it's not as dismal as they might have thought originally.
1: When they first saw it. When they first saw it the (laughs) first
2: time, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it it really helps to motivate them and keep them on the program as well. I found a huge difference when I started working with lifeblood analysis in my own practice because anyone working in the field of natural health would know that it's often quite difficult for people to stick to a specific protocol, especially in chronic conditions where, you know, things have been going on for a while. People often sort of hop from one practitioner to the next if they don't see results almost immediately. So. Yeah. This is something that made a huge difference for me as well, because instead of people just coming back to tell you how they 're feeling they 're actually coming back to see how their blood 's looking, and even after they improve and and they 've recovered from whatever they originally saw you, if something happens again invariably, they actually want to come back to you to see how how their blood is looking. Yeah. So it, it makes a, a very big difference in what you're able to do in practice. Even though it's not a diagnostic tool, there are indicators that we can see for specific conditions in the blood. So there have been cases of practitioners that have picked up something in the blood, referred for further investigations and managed to diagnose a serious condition at a very early point. Yeah. But this, of course, depends on your scope of practice. And, you know, even functional medicine practitioners, if they see those indicators, would still go for conventional tests to, yeah. you know, to confirm the diagnosis.
1: Yeah, so it's all about supporting and balancing. And this is what you touched on this. Commitment is key to any sort of like health and well-being result a lot of people just want quick fixes and they want to see results but I think it really is a powerful thing when you see your blood in a certain state and the different patterns and and you can also sometimes see some microorganisms in there can't you as well
2: yeah, absolutely. We see often some some wiggly wiggly structures that that move around very actively in there. It's it's very yeah. disturbing for clients to see that. They they really get quite quite worried about it. Yeah. And uh, we do address those as well as part of the protocols. Yeah. It's quite interesting, but I'm sure with your with your detox treatments as well, the yeah. results are well, quite impressive. I,
1: I often have clients look at wiggly worms coming out through my colonic machine, so they're quite disturbed by that but I always say first of all better out than in and second of all we are a whole biological terrain of viruses, moles, bacterias and worms and we have worms that live in our biological terrain in our brains, in our lungs and they're part of our makeup and actually they live in a symbiotic relationship with us. It's when we have an acidic terrain that it becomes more pathogenic doesn't it and we can actually see that in the live blood analysis.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely, and that's where, like detoxification, really is very beneficial, because often this concept of the biological terrain is sort of compared to a fish tank. The terrain, the interior of the body, really is an ecology with various cells and organisms living together, and ideally it should be in harmony if everything is is going well. The fish. the fish tank are are likened to the cells in the body and the the water is likened to the biological terrain and if the water in a fish tank is out of balance obviously the fish will be unhealthy and just in the same way if the terrain is out of balance the cells will be unhealthy the treatment in such cases is not a cocktail of of drugs or medication but simply to clean the water so you know in many cases Simply to clean the terrain already makes an enormous difference in, in what we actually see in the blood.
1: Yeah, that's a fantastic analogy because obviously if that water in the tank is stagnant, not only does it harm the fish and the ecology of the terrain, it also produces more organisms, doesn't it?
2: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, the fascinating thing is that your human cells in the body are actually outnumbered, I think it's 10 to 1 is the mm. ratio, um, that you're outnumbered by bacterial cells. So there's more bacterial cells in the body uh, than human cells. And, you know, so if you think about the balance there, it's quite easy for things to go out of balance. Yeah. And, you know, simple things like stress, for example, adrenaline, which is released as a result of stress, has a, a direct and almost immediate effect on the microbiome and, you know, shifts the yeah. terrain Towards more pathogenic organisms. So there are many factors that can influence the terrain. And obviously working on those actual underlying causative factors really gets us as great results in practice.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. So if there's any practitioners that are listening on here, where do they need to hop on to, to learn this practice and to understand about all of the different functions of the cells and all of the different possibilities they may see in live and dry blood analysis?
2: Well, the best would be either my website, neogenesissystems.com or livebloodonline.com.
1: Fantastic. I can honestly say that it is a fantastic modality. Dr. Ocker. I want to thank you so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. I will put your details below this podcast so people that are interested can have a look. And I would also reiterate again, live blood analysis is not a conventional blood test. If you have live blood analysis, it would not diagnose any dis-ease or imbalance in the body. That is your doctor's job. What live blood analysis does, it looks at the biological terrain to see how we as health practitioners can support your body for better healing.
2: Absolutely. That's very well said. Yes, 100%.
1: Fantastic. Well, thanks again, Dr. Ocker. I will leave you to your practice and I appreciate the time spent.
2: Thanks so much. Wonderful to be here. Thank you.
0: That's it for this week's Good Vibes Only episode. But there's plenty more wholesome, holistic information where that came from. Check out Marie's website, www.mariereynoldslondon.com or follow Marie on socials, for Marie's products, follow at Marie Reynolds London on Instagram and Facebook and at Marie Reynolds underscore London on TikTok. You can also follow Marie's day to day content on Instagram. Follow at Marie Reynolds underscore M R L. Thank you so much for listening to Good Vibes Only. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to subscribe to and review the podcast wherever you listen to them. And remember to share the episode too. See you next time.